Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever or wherever you're listening to this podcast. (laughs) This is Freedom Wave, episode 5, and it is September 3rd, 2021. It's also my 20th birthday, so woot woot. (laughs) Um... Yeah, this is um this is time and this is age and this is life. So I was just side thought. Today is gonna be a lot of side thoughts probably because um no notes. No notes Friday. Um I was just because I can't can't do it sometimes. But the notes I just be stumbling over too much. When I'm having my thoughts go if there's no if it's just quiet or some tranquil prophetic music in the background like this this episode and like the first episode I think it's a lot easier for me to like just say what what comes to mind and if the Lord wants to take it in a direction he will um but when I have like a document on Google Docs with like you know I just can't do it so um but what was I trying to say I was trying to say words um I was watching a TikTok should I share that uh I'm gonna share it I was watching a TikTok and mm, I'm not gonna share it. okay I'm gonna share it. I was watching a TikTok and the TikTok was like nostalgia for um I don't I don't think it was nostalgia I guess it was just like um somebody doing like a timeline of like how they used to play games back like in 2012 or something I don't know it was like how they used to play games like five years ago on like Xbox and PS5 I guess and like they would log on to the party and then like all their friends would be on it and then <laughs> I'm sorry it makes me laugh so hard um, progressively year after year as they got older uh, less and less people started logging on because like they were adults and they have to like actually attend to life Uh and everybody in the comments, obviously, or in the replies, because it was on Twitter, but this was the TikTok on Twitter. Everybody in the replies, obviously, in the quote tweets were like, um, this is pain. This is what pain feels like. Oh, this is so relatable. Oh, my gosh. I miss all my gaming and friends. And maybe I just wasn't in that era. Maybe. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but part of me, when I... <laughs> I watched that video and it was like it was yesterday, so September second, a day before my birthday. Hello, um, and I literally was like, "Can you please grow up? <laughs> Can everybody in the replies and the quote tweets, everybody who retweeted this, who liked this, just kind of grow up just a little bit, just maybe a little bit, because it's like there is a certain point in time where, and and I feel like certain people just never grow up and they they keep this." And I'm not judging. It's 3.16 on the clock. God so loved the world. Come on. Um, I'm not judging. I'm just like, what? Like, and then like one of the people, okay, so the person was like, I can't explain it. You're just going to have to search it up. But one of the comments that he put on like the text on the video I'm really bad at explaining things. Uh, like, like he was acting like he was one of his friends logging on. So, like, on the fifth year, I guess, like, when he's, like, supposed to be 30, having a job himself, um, was like, yeah, I'm logging on tonight, guys, but I can't stay long. But it's, like, him and one other person in the party of, like, the Xbox, PS5 thing. It just, to me, it's funny because I'm just, like, Maybe you should maybe just a little bit grow up just a little bit, but that's just my opinion. (laughs) 
let me have fun. It's my birthday. Um, <laughs> just grow up just a little bit. Just maybe. Just a little bit. Just a tiny bit. Just grow up. Maybe, please. Um, growing up to me was scary like two years ago. <laughs> it was scary two years ago. Um, I am now 20. And... Uh, I'm kind of just like, you see, that's the difference when you have Christ. We have Jesus Christ as your Lord, personal Lord and Savior. To all the unbelievers who just stumble upon this podcast, I don't know how, when, or what you're doing here, but God bless you and thank you for coming. And you're about to get blessed and saved by the end of this. I hope you know that. Um, so this is, this is the good thing about being in Christ because I felt no ways about that, but maybe because also I'm not like a gamer and I can't relate, but like I just thought of growing up as well. And I remember like two years ago, I used to feel that way. I used to be like, oh my God. And then I thought about it or even a year ago, honestly, I was like, Lord, aging, growing up, maybe not slow down, maybe just a little. Now I'm like, this is a blessing to literally be alive and to thank God for one more day and to repent of any unrepentant things and to do the will and the work of the Lord for my eternal rewards and to proclaim the gospel like I was designated and um, instructed to do. So I don't know. To me, it's exciting to age now, especially after the year that I had and the testimony and everything. Like I said, is coming soon. I say that all the time because it is, and it's gonna it's gonna be part in a really long YouTube video. So I hope you like long YouTube videos. If you don't, then I don't know. Maybe I don't know. You don't have to watch it, but. Um, To me, it's a blessing because I just think of where I was once at and where I am now uh, and how far God has taken me. And life is but a vapor. The word of God says that, but it's literal. Because, like, the max that you can live here, say say it's 70 or 80 years on Earth, excuse me, um, is, n like, incomparable to eternity. It's eternal. It doesn't change. Once you're, like, and I just got real gospel now. Here we are. <laughs> that, you see how I can, that transition? It's the preacher in me. Um, once you transition from that other side, there's no going back. And a lot of people's like, you know, we're not supposed to be using fear tactics and, um, mm, okay, mm, is it fear tactics? Is it? Because you, you want to know what's really scary Closing your eyes here, entering eternity, and literally no turning back. Like, no, like, no turning back. It's not a fair tactic. It's facts. When people say, you can go to hell, you can go to hell. It's like truth. It's factual. It's a real place. There's no turning back. There's no, I love you to the family. There's no, like, this is, it's choose ye today who you will serve. And I hopefully, if you stumble upon this podcast and you don't know the Lord, by the end of it, you will choose right. Because um, this could be the last day. We don't know. The Lord has an appointed time for everything. Um, but I'm here to preach. 
Christ and him crucified. Just like Paul said, I'm not here to, I'm not here to preach no fancy eloquent words. No philosophy of man. No big textbook exegesis. Like, I'm just really just trying to preach the gospel. The way that Jesus wants me to preach the gospel. So, yeah. Today's topic is, what did media do to us? Now, I know it's grammatically incorrect because when I... I don't know why I said that. Now you know and now... Okay, whatever. (laughs) And I'm not going to cut it out either. I know it's grammatically incorrect because when I typed it in on Google Docs for like... I have a list of all my episodes and when I typed it in on Google Docs, it was like... Autocorrect, what did the media do to us? And I was like, I don't want it. No, that's not... mm." (laughs) I know it's like... I know, I know what you're trying to do, but like, it's, it doesn't, it doesn't flow. Like, what did media do to us is very like, mm, it just hits different. Uh, what did the media do to us? I don't, the media, ew, like the media, just something about that doesn't seem right. If you see the title of this episode, promoted everywhere, and you somehow click on it, and it says, uh, what did the media do to us? Somebody won, and it wasn't me. But if you see what did media do to us, <laughs> I think I had my way on my birthday. So this is what we're going to talk about. Um, Heavenly Father, thank you for the listeners. Thank you for the platform. I pray that you get exalted, you get glorified, you get lifted up. And the gospel gets preached one way or another. I ask that you will just be here in residing in all of us, Holy Spirit, as you do. And just giving us wisdom, knowledge, understanding, clarity to your word, clarity to this topic and understanding. Bringing back to remembrance anything that I talked about when I recorded this previously on my phone uh, and just give us a daily bread. In Jesus' name, amen. What did media do to us? Um, what did it do to us? The way that this conversation got brought up, Ella Enchanted. Do you know what Ella Enchanted is? You probably don't, so let's talk about it. I'm going to actually pull up Ella Enchanted's... Um, maybe bio (laughs) like uh, like the little biography of the film here we go as a baby Ella and Hathaway receives a visit from Lucinda Vivica A. Fox I'm sorry Vivica I said your name like I didn't know it Um, her fairy godmother and bestowed with a magical talent that requires her to obey anything that she is told to do. This proves to be more of a curse than a blessing. Hmm, Look at that. Particularly once her mother dies, she is forced to live with a cruel uh, Olga. I don't know how to say that first name, which is played by Joanne Lumley. Um... Eventually, Ella embarks on a journey to find Lucinda and break the spell accompanied by the handsome Prince Charmant, which is Hugh Dancy. A lot of names. (laughs) So many names. Okay. And this is quite fitting with that new Cinderella movie coming out that nobody cares about. Um, Wow, I should... Maybe it's my birthday and that's why I'm trying to... Like, I'm really just saying whatever comes to mind because that was rude. I should have cut that. I'm not cutting that out. Um, no, but nobody cares about that Cinderella movie. Like, can we be honest? Uh, we, we, <laughs> it's a sin to lie. No one really cares about the Cinderella movie, and we should be over Cinderella and all these movies that provoke witchcraft, anyways. Um, so let me, 
let, let's 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 discuss. If you haven't watched Ella Enchanted ever in your life before, I think it is a Disney franchise movie. I think, obviously, right? Let me see. Hold on. Uh, I think yeah, something like that. Someone from Disney had a hand in this, um, and ultimately, let me see the poster. The poster didn't even let me know, but I, yeah, I'm positive it's Disney because they played it on Disney. Um, it's like a spin on Cinderella. It was really good back in my day. I'm joking. I'm not. It came out in 2004. So yes, it was really good back in my day. And I really enjoy this movie. Um, and am I recommending for you to go watch it? Definitely not. If the spirit leads you to (laughs) go ahead. Um, be led by the spirit, capital S, holy, not the other ones, capital, lowercase s, familiar or unclean. Um, why do I say that? Because this movie does promote witchcraft and it does promote disobedience, which we're going to get into. And it seems like the theme of this season, because the theme of my life apparently in this season is obedience. Um, and I keep bringing it up every single episode, like almost every episode is talked about obedience or sacrifice or both. And it's really, it's really, um, I was going to say weird, but it's not, it's really like interesting to be honest. Uh, cause I didn't expect it. And, uh, there's like in between episodes that were supposed to come out in this podcast season. And I just chose not to re- record well I chose I, I recorded them but I didn't chose not to put them out but the Lord led me to put out every single one that talked about obedience it's like this this throughput line of obedience and almost every single episode and it's really quite interesting um with that being said uh what did media do to us this movie was dropped into my spirit yesterday I think um no the day before yesterday September 1st, Wednesday, was that a Wednesday? Yeah. Um, and uh, really oddly how it was dropped into my spirit. Um, the Holy Spirit led me to go, like, prompt to, told me to do something. And I thought about it before doing it, but I didn't. Like, I felt led by the Holy Spirit to do something. And then I, like, thought about it. And then I was like, okay. Okay, God. I'll obey you. I'll do this. Um, and uh, instantly after that happened, I was reminded of Ella Enchanted. And I just... The weirdest thing ever because I wasn't... It wasn't on my mind. I wasn't thinking about Ella Enchanted. In fact, I was reading the Bible before that time. So that's how I kind of figured this was like a Holy Spirit situation going on. The Holy Spirit wants to like tie this whole thing in to a bigger discussion um, at the time. So when the Holy Spirit dropped into my my mind, like Ella Enchanted, I was like, hmm, what did, okay. But I just begin thinking about it and uh, having a conversation with the Lord about how that movie is completely and utterly demonic. But it was my favorite movie when I was a child because it just was so cutesy. It had that one song from Elton John. What What is it called? Um, I'm trying to think now. Oh. Oh, nobody knows. Nobody knows. Yeah, it had that one song from Elton John. <laughs> and uh, it was the movie was cute. It had Vivica A. Fox, like Anne Hathaway. Oh, love Anne Hathaway. If you don't love Anne Hathaway, I don't know what you're doing with your life. Like, everything was just in its right order for that movie. Um, and as I... Pro- Aggressively got older, I just loved it even more because I just was like, this is amazing. <laughs> the cinematography is not that great because it is like made in 2004, but like 
it's just something. Anne Hathaway had a straight run. It was from the Princess Diaries to Ella Enchanted to whatever else Disney she did after that. And then she just went into superstardom in every other role, being a versatile um, woman of God. I don't know if she serves the Lord, but <laughs> she, she was very versatile in every single role that she has ever done. Um, and uh, it lead... It led me in this, like, the Holy Spirit led me in this understanding that the movie promotes disobedience. And I'm like, okay, interesting conversation. Where are we going with this? And uh, the Spirit of the Lord revealed to me that if, it, like, I read you the, the bio. If you haven't watched this movie, 50% of Rotten Tomatoes. Now, I know that's wrong. That's so disrespectful. It's not that bad of a movie, Rotten Tomatoes. I don't know what, like, it actually was really good. It has, a, it's better than a lot of movies put out. Okay, let me stop. <laughs> I'm, like, promoting this movie that is, like, how many years old now? Crazy. Um, but literally, uh, if you, I'm going to just read you the bio one more time. As a baby Ella receives a visit from Lucinda, her fairy godmother, and is bestowed with a magical talent that requires her to obey anything that she is told to do. This proves to be more of a curse than a blessing. Do you hear that? As a baby, she receives a visit from Lucinda, a fairy godmother, already ding, 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 because all that magic stuff is, I found out to be Half the half of the reason why we're in New Age now, most of our generation is because we were raised on Harry Potter. But that's another topic. We'll get to that another day. Um, and is bestowed with a magical talent that requires her to obey anything that she's told to do. This proves to be more of a curse than a blessing. Particularly once her mother dies, she's forced to live with her cruel. Uh, um, I still can't say that word, but it's her stepmother, I think. And eventually, Ella embarks on a journey to uh, finding Lucinda break the spell. It was a curse to obey. And they wrapped it up in the plot, displaying this idea where it's like, it's a bad thing for Ella to obey because like, even though Ella's like a good child now, She's going to obey her enemies. She's going to obey the people who at school is picking on her. She's going to obey literally everyone. So we need Ella to break this curse of obedience. Break it, Ella. And we're all rooting for Ella the whole entire movie. Break this curse of obedience. Do you see the problem? When... When the Holy Spirit removed, revealed that to me, I was like, wow, God is up there doing things. Like, he, he, God is, I don't know, I don't know what you've been told. One of the most interesting beings in the universe. Very intricate, interesting, multifaceted. There's not words that I can't, I can the English words cannot describe. No human vocabulary can describe my heavenly father seated upon the throne. It just can't because that going that deep into a child movie that I just thought was like cute and magical and like the Lord is revealing the truth behind what media does to us. For me, I've been struggling with obeying the voice of the Lord for a minute now since I have accepted the calling that he has had upon in my life. And for the fact, sole fact of like being in, it's like getting to know someone. And it's like, I'm in that phase where it's like, I don't know how to explain it, but like, it's just difficult for me to just, try to obey God. And God revealed to me that um, the disobedience, we sometimes think that the disobedience stems from solely spirits like Leviathan, the king of pride, um, in the demonic realm. 
we we think that this is the spirit of pride, the spirit of rebellion, the spirit of witchcraft, which is such as rebellion. So if you if you dibble dabbled in witchcraft, those two spirits link and lock together. Uh, if you didn't know, factoid, I didn't know that either. The Holy Spirit just revealed that. Um, so when you when it comes down to it, we think that it's just okay. This is demonic. Let's cast the spirit out. You cast the spirit out, then what? Because you're left with a stronghold. Uh, the Lord revealed to me, it's like, Elisha, you've been disobedient to not only me, but to somewhat authority for 19 years. This is not going to be done with overnight prayer, respectfully. This is a stronghold. This is something that you build obedience over time. The same way that you build disobedience over time. And the enemy knows that. That's why he implanted disobedience in so much of the children's shows since we were younger. We didn't even understand it. I'm going to get in more into more examples. But the, the Spirit of the Lord revealed to me that my favorite movie when I was a child, even up till, dare I say, probably like Wednesday because I didn't even think about that movie in a while, but like, say if I thought about it like a last month, I would have been like, ah, I love that movie without having the revelation that I do now. Um, and uh, there's a lot of like, a lot of stuff, like I said, we're gonna get into a lot of more other examples of, of how disobedience is interwoven into children's television, uh, teen, teen television, young adult television and movies and novels and series it's just all over but you see the trickiness um the conniving the craftiness of the enemy uh with this movie in particular uh this is gonna this is like a niche movie <laughs> and it um but this is definitely not a niche topic because i'm gonna pull up a couple more examples Thank you to the Holy Spirit that also gave me more examples after that movie because the Lord knows that's my movie, but I don't know how many people have seen this movie or know this movie to exist or remember this playing on any, you know, network, Disney, Freeform. They probably like skipped it on ABC Family and stuff like that. But to me, this was my movie and I knew it by name and I knew the actors and I knew the soundtrack and I knew like I just knew everything. Um... And uh, when it came to the core of it, I what I didn't know is that this movie was teaching me to be disobedient for almost 19 years that I've ever watched it. Subtly, it taught me that subliminally disobedience is a curse. I mean, obedience is a curse and disobedience is a way of life. Do you know that uh, the saying in the Church of Satanism and um, Satanism, the religion, I don't know, is do what thy wilt? Um, Anton LaVey wrote that. He's a high, you know, whatever, up. He passed away now, um, but he was a high up priest in the Church of Satan started all that stuff, the books, pushing it back in the 90s and 80s and stuff. Don't know if that's accurate, just like time frame, 80s, or I think it was more specifically the 90s. I do know that. Um, but the, the the saying was, do what thy wilt, that d basically do what you want. Um, and and that's, that's the, the core centered message of the Church of Satan. But isn't it isn't it like interesting because like the whole idea behind the fall of man was obey the voice of God. Don't eat from the tree. There's so much other here that I have for you. You just obey this one command. And it's like, no, do what you want. That's what literally Satan told them. Like literally, no, do what you want. He's just scared of you. He's scared that you're going to be like him. Just do what you want. And it's interwoven into our media uh, consumption. And now that we are, at, most of us are at a, 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 a age where, I mean, I don't know the demographic that watches this. I don't know, but whatever. Most of us are at an age where uh, we're surpassed 
the teen kids television movie consumption and we're like in the adult phase of things um things get more graphic they get more heavier especially the stuff that they consistently put out on netflix it's like every other sentence on a netflix movie slash tv series for young adults has to have a cuss word it's almost like a prerequisite like if they send the final version to the head of Netflix or the head to get like approved for this to be released on the streaming platform. If they don't hear in this young adult show for kids 13 to 17 age range, if they don't hear a single cuss word in every other sentence, the show's getting sent back and they're asked to re-record the whole show. This is obviously me satire. This is obviously not like the actual prerequisite just had to say that out just in case if anybody was like oh, is this real no um they they will send the show back and they will tell them please add like at least five more cuss words in that last sentence because it wasn't enough it wasn't enough i had to stop with euphoria um because it was ridiculous <laughs> and i'm not watching the second season and me and my friend actually talked about this uh, but I told my friend this a long time ago, and I told everybody this, actually, that I've to- talked about. I told my, like, a friend that I used to talk to a while back this as well. Even when I was in the world watching all sorts of stuff, doing all sorts of stuff, I didn't really care what my media intake was. Even when I was just watching anything, euphoria was too much for me. It was just, like, way too much. Like, I was like, this is a lot (laughs) for a a television series that is, quote-unquote, for teen, young adult. And I know it's not for, like, literal tweens, like, 12 and stuff like that. I know that. No, it has, like, 18 plus. But, like, it's still a lot for that. It's still a lot for an adult, period. Like, it's just too much. Um, So... I'm saying that to say that it they, the enemies gradually starts off with subliminal subliminals in children uh, productions at a young age of rebellion. Um, if you didn't watch Ellen Enchanted, then you watch something else that probably had that secret hidden message that the Lord would have to reveal to you about. Um, but I can give you some key franchises that were built off of rebellion believe it or not um the and it was all subtly if you look at uh harry potter is a good one as well because like despite the the treat the treatment of uh his aunt and uncle i believe that raised him i'm not really too familiar with the story i had an old friend that knew that story really well and loved all that stuff but despite the treatment of all that stuff um, it showed him like running away and going to the school of magicry and wizardry and witchcraft, obviously. Um, so it showed, re- and it, that's a double-edged sword in rebellion. Believe it or not, it literally the whole entire series is showing you that witchcraft is rebellion. The first, the first movie and the first book literally is representative of that verse in the Bible that says. Rebellion is such as a sin of witchcraft. It's literally displaying that within a series because he rebelled against his aunt and uncle, and even though they were, you know, awful people, <laughs> give or take, we all saw the movie. We know that they were not the, the best, but it showed them, it showed him disobeying their orders and leaving and moving into this ginormous school of witchcraft and wizardry and stuff like that literally displaying the message that rebellion is a sin of witchcraft right in your face. Um, Then we have Hunger Games, a dystopian series rebelling against the government. You have Divergence, dystopian series rebelling against the government. Maze Runner, same thing. It's all these, I think the, I didn't watch The Giver, so I don't know the plot, if it's the same thing, I don't know. But (laughs) I was trying to throw, throw more in there just to rack up points. But 
the ones that I shared were good enough. Like it's all consistently leading to the same thing, rebellion. And we wonder why in our whole country, honestly, it was I know there's a lot of patriots out there that might be listening to this. Shout out to our country. I'm not telling anybody to disobey authority or our government or anything like that. But and however, you can't expect this nation to give you anything else than rebellion because the ruling principality in this nation is rebellion. Why? Because this nation... America, and I'm not talking about the nation that was before it, the native nation. I'm talking about America. Even that, well, I'm not going to go too far because I don't want to no. know. But America was built off rebellion. They rebelled against the British Empire. So it's expected to everything that is gouged out of this country, <laughs> everything that is released. You see what I mean? And we have a whole generation of children now, Gen Z, uh, a whole generation of young adults that are ready to die at a whim for the wrong reasons. <laughs> Like, life is not a vapor, and, like, eternity doesn't exist. So, like, we're blindsided with all these issues, and we're ready to die for these issues, or, like, be really aggressive and, and, and on the front lines for issues um, when we ourselves are not doing it with the right heart, motive, or reason. And it's really just a plan and a ploy from the enemy. It's a distraction. Um, I brought up this example on when I was doing the voice note for it yes, two days ago. I brought up Phineas and Ferb. Phineas and Ferb is another one that I thought of uh, because you would think, well, Elisha, what do you mean? Well, Phineas and Ferb, they were, they're no, what rebellion were they doing? Uh, Candace was just wilding. That's probably the thought process. Like, Candace was literally just being annoying. But we seem to forget that one episode where their parents, where Candace actually buses them. This is such a Gen Z conversation. I, I'm sorry, but. <laughs> <laughs> where Candace's parents actually buses, well, Candace actually buses um, Phineas and Ferb, and their parents is like, what? Like, they were literally the most furious I've ever seen cartoon parents could get. Um, several, 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 even down to the Rugrats, like, it's several series movies, TV shows, novels, just implicating rebellion and disobedience. So you see why once we get in right relationship with the Lord, it's difficult for us. Do you see why? Because it's bigger than just spirits. The enemy would just like to like, would love for you to just believe that like, well, actually, he wouldn't want, would love for you to find any of this out, but he would love for you for just just to think that you're going to cast this out and then be okay. And then the stronghold that is the disobedience, the stronghold that is the rebellion and the pride that you would have to work out one-on-one -on -one with the Father and really seek his face and humble yourself to understand that he's going to show you some things over a course of time to, to, to breed you back into hearing his voice and hearkening to it, um, the enemy would just love for you to just think that you get cast, you cast the, the devils out, you cast the spirits out, 
and that's it. Why? Because once you just cast them out, but you leave the stronghold there of rebellion and stronghold of pride and stronghold of all these other things, the, the, it's an open gateway and a doorway for the spirits to just come back in and come back in 10 times harder. This is something that I failed to notice, failed to realize, failed to understand. Um, the Lord revealed it to me. So being that Ellen Enchanted was one of my favorite movies as a child, um, I saw the deep-rooted message of don't obey anyone. It's deep, I know. And to many, it's probably like, it's not that serious, but it quite, it pretty much quite is. Because when you see the pattern in your life, now it makes sense. Um, that idea of like, don't obey anyone. Or you might be obeying your enemies. Even that. Look at that. Look at that tricky messaging in, in this movie. Because it's it's far beyond... It's far beyond um, don't obey anyone. But it's also the idea behind it where it's like, or oh, you're going to have to obey your enemies. And you don't want to obey your enemies, do you? But it's like, doesn't the Bible tell us to... Pray for our enemies. Serve our enemies even. Feed them. It says feed them, doesn't it? And it said like clothe them or something like that. Hold up, hold up, hold up. So this movie is telling me you don't want to obey your enemy. You don't want to have to lend a helping hand in areas that you don't want to have, lend a helping hand in. You, you, it's a curse to be obedient. It's literally, and it says it in the bio. And I, when I was, when the Holy Spirit was explaining it through me, uh, um, the other day, I literally said that word for word. It's a curse to be obedient. That's how they treat the 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 movie, and that's what the bio says. I didn't even search with the bio. I just remember what I could remember from the movie, and I was like, they literally make it like a curse to be obedient, and they say exactly in the in the title, it's a curse to be obedient. But the idea behind the whole, you know, you don't want to, you don't want to have to obey your enemies, you don't want to do that, you just, that's bad, that's bad. You should go seek witchcraft to break this curse. <laughs> the curse and the implications in this is astounding. The one who gave you the curse, quote unquote, you're going back to to break the curse. And I remember when she literally went to the fairy godmother and Vivica Fox's character and she didn't even want to do it or like she said the curse can't be broken or something i remember that like it literally like because I, I was pissed because i was like <laughs> like we spent this whole movie trying to find you and you sitting here telling my good my good 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 sister in christ that you can't break the curse for her hello you see what i mean and it's like it reminds me of the verse um uh, where Jesus talks about a kingdom can't be divided against each other uh, and Satan can't cast out Satan. That's literally what he's, what he's reminding me of. And that's why now I am very weary with anything. I don't, I don't, I don't remember watching. I don't, I don't remember the last time I watched a series. Like a like a TV, Netflix movie, and I'm not saying that this is everybody's calling. <laughs> I'm not saying delete all your subscriptions. This is not. I'm not not trying to be legalistic here. But and however, I notice as um, time went on. First of all. 
my TV has always been YouTube, so I never really had a problem with that. Um, as in terms of like, what do I watch? There's nothing good to watch anymore. Um, because I'm just always gonna watch. This is just me, but I always watch a good sermon. Nowadays, I'm watching deliverance videos. <laughs> Or I'm listening to audiobooks. I'm boring. Okay. It is what it is. I'd rather be boring and sanctified <laughs> than demon-filled and oppressed. Like, listen, I'm listening to good audiobook on YouTube. I'm 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 actually also listening to the Bible on YouTube as well. They have some great, some great uh audio version of the Bible on, on YouTube. I'm re- watching a sermon. I'm watching a deliverance video. I'm watching demons get cast out. Um, that's my my audio, my media consumption nowadays. It's a stark difference from what it was even just almost over a year ago. I just used to watch anything and everything. And it just was, horror movies was my, them horror and ghost and and. You, you see what you see what I mean? So when I say the stuff that I watch now and what I do now, I'm not saying it from this high horse or this pedestal. I'm saying it from still dusting myself off from coming out out of the slums. You feel me? Like I'm saying it from I used to just watch anything and everything under the sun. And when I used to watch horror movies, I didn't even used to get scared. That's how demonically possessed I was. <laughs> I didn't used to get scared. Lights off in the room and all. Could have watched somebody like casting a whole incantation on the screen, and I I would just be like staring at it. Three a.m. around this time, actually, it's about to be four. Three a.m., four a.m. in the morning, just watching just anything demonic, and I didn't really care. And it just was good to me. Like, I just fed on that stuff. So now I feed on the word of God. And now I feed on every single word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. Um, And the Lord has set me apart in that way to not return to that. Not return to secular music either. That's a whole other episode um, that I could do, but it it get it got increasingly like, and I noticed as when I was when I was younger, a lot of the stuff was subliminal. Now I can see it now that I'm older, and the Holy Spirit lives within me and is revealing this stuff to me. Um. But when I started getting older in the sense of like tweens into teens, wow, the teens is over now. I'm 20. Crazy. Isn't that crazy? (laughs) I can now say back when I was a teenager, that won't fit well. Whatever. When I was in my teens to tweens, things got obviously more. Satan has his hand in this. Um, Because 13 Reasons Why was the craze when I was like 14 or something. 15? I don't know. When I went into high school, so I was like 15, 16, something like that. Did I say 14 Reasons Why? 13 Reasons Why. No, I said 14. Okay, I'm stumbling over my words. I'm like, 14 Reasons Why? Um, 13 Reasons Why was the craze. Y'all know, if you have listened to this and watched that show, what in the world was that even? Was that even what? And it got to a point, in a certain point in time, we all were watching and we're like, what? And I I was a trooper. I watched it the very end. Even though I took a real long break of watching it, I was a trooper to that last season where they all graduated. I Clay was about 122 by the time they graduated. And they were pushing that, pushing that. I was just like... Y'all pushing out these seasons, like, and these storylines that are just so insane. But it was all catered to my 
um, generation. So much so to, was it 13 Reasons Why? Like, originally a novel, right? And Selena Gomez, Selena Gomez had her hand in the adaptation of series on Netflix. But it was originally like a, um, a novel we had to read for high school, like going into high school. I don't know where you're at in high school or like, like where you where you went to high school or what they had for novels and stuff like that. But like for summer reading, for me, 13 Reasons Why was one of the books. And then like, it, I remember it was like a big thing because it's like, oh, this movie's now, I'm not, this book is now turning into a series, the book that we read when we were, da, 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 whatever. So to me, I was like, now that I'm now looking back at it, I'm just like, what? And people actually took after that. 13 Reasons Why thing. People actually uh, went out and did that. I remember hearing, uh, watching headlines and, and stories and just watching it unfold. Um, and just the spirit of depression that would be released after me watching a series of a season of that was insane. Um, it just, it, as time went on, things as it got older. And trust, there was obviously adult, TV shows that I had no business watching when I was like 13, 14. Like True Blood. Oh Lord. Cleanse my mind. Cleanse my eyes. <laughs> I can't remember any of this stuff now and I don't want to. True Blood, intense. Not for a child. Not for anybody. Um, literally not for anybody. I don't know what was going on in that show. Um, Shameless is getting popular again now. I, I watched that when I was like, like I said, 15, 16 shouldn't be watching it. No one should be watching it. It's also an insane, disgusting show with a lot of stuff that should not exist. Like, I remember an episode where the child, I think, literally was, um, because some drugs were left around, they had in the episode that the infant did the drugs that were left around because the dad, it was bad, 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 just awful. Like, do we, sometimes I want us to just take a, a look back at what we, in, in it, all together, because I was, I'm right there with y'all, <laughs> right there with y'all. I'm not sep this separate person that's on a different planet. And I'm like, y'all are over here. And I'm, I just want us all to take a look at what we consume, everything, like, Man, we we consume a lot of stuff that is like crazy, and then and then we just see it as like mindless television. That's what the enemy wants wants us to believe, and then we wonder why we face depression, or we wonder why we face anxiety. We wonder why we face these these thoughts that are not our own because we what we have let in through media consumption. What did the media do to us? What did the media do to us? What did it what did they do to us? It it seems as if they have us in the chokehold <laughs> from child because you know, we all had televisions in our home and I'm not being legalistic and being like, get rid of your tele television. I'm not saying that. So bear with me, please, everyone. Uh we all had televisions in our home when we were children. We we're most of us were born under televisions. Um, and I'm speaking just to my generation solely um, because in the hospital rooms, televisions were there. So we're born literally under televisions. Um, it's just, it's crazy to really take a step back and be like, man, beyond just our understanding, there's so much that feed our spirit man but what is so awesome and I the Lord uh, brought this to my understanding when I had this conversation just a couple of days ago what's so awesome about God is it just takes one wash away with his blood and you're clean from a lot of this stuff it just takes the sanctification of being in his presence, just his very presence is 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 convicting. Um and it, it cleanses you. The more you're in it, you're the more you're refined. 
like gold. Like it just takes the presence of God in your life, in every area, just the accepting of God, the accepting of Jesus, the cleansing of his blood to make you new. Like the enemy tries in every angle of the of the world, and, and I said this in, in um in a voice memo that I recorded for the notes for this podcast. I said, he tries in every area, in every part of the world, to keep us in bondage and away from the true gospel with so many distractions. But the powerful thing that he doesn't even comprehend and we can't comprehend it ourselves is the blood of Jesus. Wow. The sacrifice and the blood of Jesus is enough to wash all that away and make you new. Isn't that crazy? And if you don't know Jesus to be your personal Lord and Savior, if you listen to this episode and you're like, man, I I don't know if I know the Lord like that anymore. You know, maybe you, you, you thought you knew God at a point in time or you had a relationship with Jesus and you, you had, a, had a relationship where you, where you had the Holy Spirit speak to you, but you just lost that. Or maybe, maybe you just never knew or never heard of the gospel. The gospel is repenting of your sins, becoming born again. What does that mean? Being born into the kingdom of heaven becoming a new creation, a new creature. Everything is ter- is in the past. All old things have passed away. All new all things become new. You are taking on the gospel message and living it, being it, breathing it. The finished work was done on the cross. And now it's time for you to walk each day and carry your own. Sometimes we forget that, to share that in the gospel message. It is denying the flesh and carrying the cross each and every day. Each and every day. But there's a peace that surpasses all understanding that you automatically receive. There's the inheritance, the blessings of Abraham that you gain. There's so many, there's there's gains, there's benefits in the kingdom. But overall, what does Jesus say? The driving factor is eternal life with your Lord and Savior in eternity. You don't have to face that scary, dark, lifeless place that I spoke about earlier in the podcast, you can see and be and live with the one who gave you eternal life for eternity. You can be with him forever. Just got to accept him into your heart. Confess with your mouth. Believe that he did the finished work on the cross. And now it's my time, my turn to step into a relationship with him, be born again, have my life be turned around by the spirit of God. So Heavenly Father, I pray right now over anyone and everyone who's listening to this podcast, whether it's the day that it comes out, weeks after, months after, or years after, Lord. I pray that your special blessing and anointing be on this podcast. I pray that you will touch the hearts of each and every single listener that does not know you. I pray that you come into their hearts and their minds right now as they confess that Jesus Christ died for their sins, that they're they're a sinner in need of a savior, that they can't save themselves, that they see 
that we are in a fallen state, a fallen nature, and it's just going to get worse and worse as the enemy has had every single corner of their lives defiled with sin. But it's only the blood of Jesus that can wash us clean. I pray and I ask right now that you just wash them clean, Lord. Make them a new creation. Make them born again. Give them a new heart in the name of Jesus and accept them into your kingdom, Lord. If you want to be saved, I, I, I urge you to pray this next prayer with me. Jesus, I repent of my sins. I ask you to come into my heart and change me. Make me a new creation. Make me born again. Don't leave me the same way I first started this podcast. Give me new life. Give me your Holy Spirit. Make me alive in the spirit and dead to the flesh. I want to know you personally. I want to know the Savior that laid down his life for me. Come into my heart. Come into my mind. Come into my life. Right now, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. If you pray that prayer, hit me up. I want to chat. I want to get in contact with you. If you don't have a Bible, I want to get that to you. I want to make disciples like we're called to. I just don't want to make new converts and then just leave you out in the wilderness. Like, I don't know why people do that, but we're called to make disciples. So, I want to get in touch with you and uh, just chat. I'm multifaceted. The, go- the gospel is my center core, obviously. Um, but there's multiple things we can discuss. We can talk about life and everything. And uh, just want to see where you're at. And... um meet you there with the love of the Lord. So thank you for listening to this podcast. I love the podcast where I don't have any notes. I just love it. It flows way easier. I close way um, quicker. And uh, yeah, happy birthday to me. If you're listening to this on my birthday, I'm probably going to put this out today because I'm not doing anything. Um, I was going to say something, but I'm just going to keep that to myself. Um, I'm not doing anything. Um, and uh, just, you know, continue to be blessed in the Lord. Um, hearken to the Father's voice. Talk to him. He wants to hear from you. Um, before I went to bed last night, I was just kind of avoiding praying for some reason. I don't know why. And Lord was talking to me, and he was kind of like, talk to me. Like, why are you? <laughs> because I was for, for a moment, I was just kind of like, I was like, I don't know why I'm actually avoiding you. Like, I'm just distracted with things that I don't need to be distracted with when I could just be praying and talking to you right now. But sometimes we get bogged up in, in the idea of life, and uh, it's just the enemy's plan to just keep us distracted and then get us bored, and then get us to sin. Um, that's that's the three-step plan that the Holy Spirit revealed to me the other day. It's like the idea behind the enemy's plan is to like get us distracted, bogged down with the ideas of life, the lust of the world, all that stuff, get us distracted away from the presence of God, um, then get us to be bored with that stuff and then just get us to sin so we could try to fulfill our flesh even more. And it becomes a perpetuating cycle that nonstop, but that's why we accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior. He breaks the bonds of wickedness and sets the captives free. 
awesome book by Rebecca Brown. If you haven't gotten that already, please go get that. And uh, I'm working on a book with my story of deliverance and uh, my testimony and all that good stuff. And as time goes on, the book is writing itself as it, time goes on, obviously. Um, but that I don't know when that's going to happen. It's whenever the Lord says so. And it's right in its due season. So thank you guys for listening to Freedom Way Podcast. Uh, don't forget, today's my birthday. And <laughs> if you want to give a birthday, nah. If you want, go ahead, but you don't have to. <laughs> joking. Um, but I'm not. It's funny when I'm saying I'm joking, but I'm not. I love y'all. God bless you. I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. I really do from the bottom of my heart. I love everybody that supports this ministry, everybody that listens to these podcasts. I love you so much, and I pray that um, you're advancing in the kingdom, advancing in your relationship with the Lord. I hope that you're talking to him. He wants to hear from you. Please speak to the Lord today if you haven't already, and God bless. Okay, bye.